everyone. I'm Denise Garth, Chief Strategy Officer at Majesco, and you're listening to the Future of Insurance Industry Leaders podcast series. Follow along as I interview the best and brightest leaders in the insurance industry and insure tech landscape to bring you the latest in digital transformation, innovation, industry trends, challenges, and opportunities, as well as next-gen technologies. We use our experience to anticipate what's next without losing sight of what's now. Stay tuned to find out your next now. Welcome, everybody, to today's podcast for the Future of Insurance Industry Leaders Series. I'm thrilled today to have Mike Salzman, co-founder and co-CEO of Evolution IQ, join me today one of our newest partners that we're really excited about. Welcome, Mike. Thank you, Denise. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I like to always kind of start out, Mike, with regard to having you kind of talk about your background and your role at Evolution IQ and our partnership, because not everybody knows everybody. Even though I say it's a small industry and we do know a lot of people, it's always nice to kind of have that background. So give your background, Mike. Sure. I so I came to the insurance industry through the investing world. So I spent about four years at Bridgewater Associates, which is a large hedge fund. And when I was there, I focused on insurance businesses. And I got to know them pretty well from kind of a, an operating and financial side. A couple you know, takeaways that I had that kind of informed you know, the business that we built today. It was interesting reading insurance company annual reports and CEO statements and all that good stuff that analysts tend to read. There was a lot of focus on all parts of the business seemingly except for claims. And so I was really excited about what if claims could be made better? What if the claims organization could be given superpowers? And I kind of left Bridgewater thinking that, you know, in general, better was possible. I then went to Stanford where I did an MBA and I started the business with two incredible co-founders, Tom Bacruda, who was at the time had been at Google for about 10 years, all in AI and machine learning, and was a deep expert in those technologies. And with Jonathan Lewin, who had been a multi-time successful enterprise software founder and had built incredible companies that delivered real value to their customers. We raised our first round of venture financing that first summer of 2019, and now have built a business that operates in three continents. We have 100 employees. We work with more than 70% of the U.S. disability and life market. And along the way, we've gotten to know Majesco really well, specifically in the life insurance and disability market, where they're one of the leaders. We have a number of clients in common. And I think over the last couple of years, and Denise, maybe you would agree, you know, we found a really meaningful opportunity to bring a better experience to the claims organizations and to integrate Evolution IQ, which is a leader in AI and claims guidance into the comprehensive core suites that Majesco offers. So I'm, I'm really excited about the work we're doing together. Yeah, we're thrilled about the partnership as well. And I know our customers are too, because it really, as I look at it, not only does it really benefit the business and give them insights that they need to, to make really crucial decisions in the claims process, but it really extends value for both of our organizations and our solutions to our customers, which is really what a partnership is all about. Absolutely. I think a good partnership is if I can deliver you value, you can deliver me value and together we can make something better for our customers. Exactly. So one of the things you and I talked about uh, in prepping for this, but also as we've been working together as partners, is really the impact of the changing workforce. We've got remote work, we've got gig workers, we've got a younger generation that moves around a lot. We've got part-time workers. And then there's this whole growing regulatory demand 
around Family Medical Leave Act, the PFL, and many other things that are kind of emerging either at the federal or at the state level. These have really fueled changes and a demand for integrated disability and claims and absence management. What yes. are the challenges that you're seeing in particular to disability claims that you guys can really kind of bring to the bear? Well, I appreciate the question. So, you know, if we zoom out a little bit, I think it's worth thinking about, you know, how do disability claims get managed? A large number of professionals in the roles, examiners, clinicians, physicians, specialists, vocational specialists, rehabilitation specialists, et cetera, and they face a challenging environment. I mean, if you work in the claims organization at a major disability carrier, you're kind of pulled in a million directions, right? Over the last 10 or 15 years, your caseloads have probably been rising. The complexity of the claims, just medically speaking, has probably been rising. You know, Denise, you just mentioned the complexity from a regulatory standpoint, how a given claim interacts with a different integrated claim. You know, that complexity has been rising. And so I think the opportunity that we have here is to deliver the ability to do great work to folks on the front lines, the ability to help folks get back to work. I mean, zooming way out, the mission of a claims organization for a disability carrier is to provide the coverage that employees and uh, insureds are entitled to, and also really be a partner in a return to work journey. And I think, you know, what we've been able to focus on is how can we put the examiners and the other professionals in the claims organization in a position to help in that return to work journey? You know, we have a view inside Evolution IQ that disability claims are really special. And the reason they're special is because at the time of claim, at FNOL, there's still a tremendous opportunity to impact the claim. This is different, for example, than a fender bender, right? Two cars hit each other on 14th Street here in New York, where, where my office is. The adjuster on that claim, there's not much they can do to uncrash those cars, so to speak. But in the disability world, the claims examiner has a huge opportunity to partner with the claimant, to be an advocate for them, to help them return to work sooner, to talk to the employer. And I think using AI and the claims guidance technology that we build, as well as the immersive experiences that Majesco uh, offers, we can enable these claims professionals to have a bigger impact on the claims they're working. I know a lot of these people, I know them personally, You know, the way that we build our products is by spending time with them. They really want to help people get back to work. And giving them a technology solution that helps them spend more time doing that and less time on busy work and you know working claims that don't need their attention, I think that's just a huge win-win. I was just talking to one of our strategic partners that helps us with implementations. In this life and disability market in particular, we had a lot of implementation of claim systems probably five, 10 years ago because claims was right. such a hot item. But those implementations tended to be really highly customized. They tend to be on-prem and they just have a lot of challenges. We're seeing this new wave now, again, of replacing claims with what I call a next generation claims that's up in the cloud, has far more capabilities and partners like we're doing with you, Offerman Evolution IQ, that really kind of comes to bear. Why are these so important, um, not just for today, but the future, but more importantly, you talked about that experience, the experience of the adjuster and the examiner and the experience of the customer. Well, I think it comes down to what is the role of claims data? The point of claims data is not just to exist. Systems of record, you know, everyone used to call core systems or claim systems, <laughs> systems of record. You know, yeah. okay, fine. 
you can record something, sure. But what can you do with it? What about having that information recorded can positively benefit the claimant or the carrier or the employer or whatever stakeholder we're talking about? And I think the investments Majesco has made and some of your peers going to the cloud, enabling faster iteration, enabling systems like ours to plug in and partner in delivering value allows that data to mean a lot more. You know, most of the data that folks enter keystroke by keystroke into core systems, they're never looked at again. And the reason I know that is because we have more core system data than, than any other uh, company on the planet because we, we, we work with so many different ones. The point of Evolution IQ is to allow that data to mean something, to help guide a return to work journey, to help guide an examiner. And so I think the investments Majesco are, are making is just so wise in opening up their environment, in trying to enable partner solutions to you know, deliver a, a better experience to the end user that makes the data more than just a record. Couldn't agree more. You know, one of the things that you guys really bring to the table is this expertise around AI and machine learning. And there's a lot of hype about data and analytics, but you have been able to really create something that's quite meaningful. What's, what is the reality of AI and how it can really impact an insurer's business, how it can impact their operational results? How can it impact profitability, Mike? It's a great question. So you know, just as a piece of background, so our company, we're about 100 people today. My co-founder, Tom Vicruta, when we started this business, he had been at Google for 11 years, all in the machine learning and AI space. He had worked across a number of different parts of the Google environment. We now have 11 PhDs on staff. More of our team is from Google than any other previous employer by a wide margin. And yet in four years and a hundred people and all these great expertise uh, that they bring, all we've done is claims guidance for the disability world and now for the workers' compensation world. Other companies have done 15 different things by now, all over the place. We're really focused. And the reason we're focused is because there's a lot of nuance in what we're doing. Using AI in the claims world is high stakes. You know, I can put it that way, right? Decisions matter. Decisions impact folks' lives, their livelihoods, perhaps their health. And so what we've found is by investing very deeply in the problems and the challenges facing these particular organizations, disability carriers, in the group and individual disability markets explicitly and exclusively, we've gone much deeper. And so, you know, our solution, for example, it's not just predictive analytics. Models don't deliver a lot of value by themselves. You have to convince the user of the model, the adjuster or the examiner or the specialist to take action that perhaps they wouldn't otherwise take. You have to kind of convince them on a day-to-day -day basis to do whatever the action is that the, the AI system is recommending. So. Our solution over the years, as we focus so deeply in this space, has really brought together the best modeling and predictive technologies, paired it with robust application frameworks. So we actually have a, a SaaS platform that we're integrating with Majesco that we're excited about that actually synthesizes the AI model to the examiner, to the adjuster, helps with change management. And then we pair that with a, a deep investment in our own change management consultants. We call them uh, client strategists or technical engagement managers. We have two teams. A lot of those folks are from Palantir and other places like that. And so I think the opportunity here is to go deeper, to stay focused. You know, I, I've seen a lot of more horizontal solutions, kind of one size fits all, auto AI, drag and drop AI. 
I think most of them have failed. I think, you know, if we're being honest, uh, I think most people would admit that. Uh, there was a lot of hype three and four years ago. I think most of that has passed. I think the folks that are being successful with AI are very mission specific. You know, there are folks on the auto insurance world, for example, who are really focused on, you know, uh, images of collisions. I think that's a fabulous use case because they're focused on it. We're focused on bodily injury, human recovery, actions that examiners can take to help someone get back to work sooner. And so, you know, what's the point of all that focus? Why does it matter? Well, the results speak for themselves. So as a company, our North Star is getting Americans and now global citizens back to work sooner. And so we measure ourselves in our impact on the duration of claims. It's a win-win. The, the carrier wins because they can resolve claims sooner. And obviously that reduces the cost of the claims. They can also reduce caseloads and have shorter cycle times. The employee or the, the claimant wins because they can get back to their job, their pre-injury full income sooner. And the employer wins because their loss runs are, are lower and they can get a, a better price on their renewals. And they get their employees back, obviously. And so focusing there, you know, we've seen dramatic impact on durations. We've resolved claims across short-term disability and long-term disability significantly faster. We've returned people to work. We've released reserves for our carriers. We've delivered a more automated beneficial claimant experience. And so I think it just focus matters. I mean, you know, that's my main takeaway. We've worked with fabulous companies, Reliance Matrix, Principal Financial Group, New York Life, just to name a few that have public case studies with us of real impact. And that impact, you know, at the end of the day is, is people's lives. And we're, we're really happy about it. That's really great. And I think one of the interesting things that you highlighted was how you balance bringing in people with expertise about insurance with people with expertise outside of insurance to kind of merge those two kind of perspectives together. And I think that's what really drives some really interesting innovation. What do you see the next wave of innovation around data and analytics being, Mike? I don't know if it's the next wave or kind of the next chapter of this wave. I think we're getting towards more integration. I actually love how our partnership plays into this, but you know, we want immersive experiences where the best-in-class guidance, the best-in-class lessons, the insights from the carrier's data and data out in the market that partners like ourselves can bring to bear, we want to democratize access to that data and the insights from it. So we want the lessons of the past, the lessons of big data, so to speak, to be available to every examiner, manager, specialist, senior executive, we want to kind of pull back the curtain on what drives claim outcomes. And so I think what we're really seeing is a push towards an integrated experience where these insights are available from the start of a short-term disability claim or an absence claim or however it starts to the very last day of a long-term disability claim. You know, we're seeing in our clients and, and a number of our shared clients, Denise, actually, you know, folks are starting with one piece of Evolution IQ's guidance with the short-term disability module or the core long-term disability module or the mature long-term disability module, but they're expanding fast. We now have multiple carriers that have bought the entire end-to-end -end suite, and that's because they don't want the guidance to stop. And so I think the next wave, so to speak, is, you know, an AI co-pilot, an AI guide for folks in these challenging jobs, helping them get to decisions, not doing their job for them. We're, we're actually very cognizant not to make claim decisions. Our systems don't do that, but we help skilled examiners, skilled professionals 
get more impact out of the work weeks, spend more time where they can have the, the largest impact on a claim and, and less time where their focus isn't needed. I love that concept of the next wave because I think that immersive, as you call that immersive experiences, it really is about that just total kind of view of something without having to go in between all these different systems. It just brings it all together into that immersive experience. And I think from a technology perspective, once again, back to technology, it really requires an elevation of where a lot of the life and disability insurers have been or are today, because we still have a lot of insurers out there with a lot of legacy, or they might have multiple systems that creates a whole nother level of complexity and risk for them from the standpoint of being able to give customer experience, let alone be able to do some things operationally effectively. And then you kind of add data and analytics into the mix and it just becomes even more complex. What are you seeing as some of the underlying decisions and some of the directions that some of your leading customers are doing to really move out of that legacy environment to really embrace this next generation of technology coupled with this immersive analytics? Great question. So, you know, you are just as inside of this as we are. So you you have an interesting perspective as well. I mean, I think I'm seeing some leapfrogging and I'll kind of explain what I mean by that. It used to be that, you know, just as you said, Denise, every five or seven years, you know, folks would reconsider their core system, decide if they want to upgrade it or invest more into the on-prem solution or what have you. I think what's available now is folks can assemble a best-in-class portfolio that's right for them. And oftentimes we're seeing that, that folks are making the decision to go with Majesco or Claim Vantage in that decision process. Those decisions are weighty. You know, when you upgrade a core system from one version to another or pivot entirely and, and move on to something like Majesco or Claim Vantage, uh, that's a big decision and ideally delivered in a reasonable amount of time. But that's a, that's a big undertaking. Some of the success we've had has been partnering with leading insurers who are going through those transformations, but they do want faster time to value. Because we are essentially core system agnostic, except for our deeper relationship with Majesco, where things are more integrated, you know, we can deliver value along the way to an entire core system upgrade or core system uh, revamp. So, you know, we, we actually share some clients, Denise, where they're rolling out different pieces of the Majesco systems over the next couple of years. Those are critical uh, projects for those organizations. But in the meantime, they're already rolling out Evolution IQ on the same exact claim segments. And the cool thing is, as soon as the Majesco systems come online, which obviously connect to more pieces of the, the organization and have policy and billing and all these different uh, key functions, as soon as they come online, it's pre-integrated with the claims guidance that's been operating already. So, you know, we operate with with folks who are on core systems literally from the 90s, and we operate (laughs) with folks who did a cloud uh, upgrade this past year and everywhere in between. And so being able to operate on both sides allow us to kind of bridge the gap, so to speak, and allow that leapfrogging where you can have best-in-class now in claims guidance while you deliver best-in-class around the entire operating model. Back to a point that uh, we were talking about earlier, it's more important than ever because of the changing workforce out in the market and how people are looking at their benefit plans with short-term and long-term disability, because we don't have a traditional worker that stays there for 30 years. They're going to move around. They're maybe want to port that disability with them, or you've got a gig on and a gig off. And the ability to have those types of products that really truly meet the different demographics of our workers that are rapidly changing 
is going to be even more crucial to be able to leverage uh, technologies like Majesco's Core and Evolution IQ. Because without that, you're kind of operating blind in many ways, Michael. Absolutely, 100%. I mean, it just goes back to the expectations that we have for claims examiners. It's a hard job. And expecting folks to be omnipresent on hundreds of claims that each have their own you know, unique medical complexities, it's just an impossibility, basically. And I think once we accept that and realize that while that's true, it's impossible to do by yourself, better is possible if you can be guided by an intelligent AI system that's monitoring all claims. And I love claims professionals are incredible and they're not going anywhere. You know, let's be clear about that. There are things that human beings do. They synthesize information, they express empathy, they can partner with claimants, they they understand human to human contact and how to uh, build a return to work process and shared vision. But you know what they struggle with? Waking up in the morning and knowing which of 300 claims needs their attention today. And I think there's a real opportunity for a shared workbench that gets the, the best out of both human professional and an AI guidance system that can really deliver a better experience, both to the claimant, certainly, but also to the human professional and the claims examiner. So, you know, we've talked about partnership quite a bit along the way here. It's easy to talk about a partnership, but it takes a lot of work, kind of like a marriage. It takes work. It just doesn't automatically happen. How would you define a great partnership, you know, as you look at what has been done in the industry previously and what we're doing together, Mike? First of all, I would completely agree with your premise. I think there are a lot of partnerships, press release or some website thing or or some announcement at a conference or, or whatever you know, that probably at the end of the day, don't really deliver that much value to the end user, the end customer. They're, they're honestly probably more valuable for the, the sales and marketing team of the companies that announced it. That's not what we endeavor to do. You know, it goes back to focus. We are not a large enough company that we can work on stuff that doesn't matter. And so when we envisioned our partnership with Majesco, I think, you know, Denise, maybe you'll agree, we kind of qualified each other over the course of several quarters and got to know each yeah. other. And are we building this for the right reason? Are we bought into a shared vision of the future of claims handling and the technologies that our customers need? Does it make sense that if both sides, EIQ, Evolution IQ, and Majesco lean in here, will we deliver a better solution to our customers? Do we have a shared vision of what that is? And if we do, will we deliver better value to our own stakeholders? And I think that's the defining quality. Because that's so true, because we have such a shared vision of what the future of claim handling is, I think both teams are leaning in and doing the work. Uh, maybe this is you know, too in-depth, but you know, our teams are meeting more than once a week now. Our partnerships team, our technology team, our product team, our design team, data engineering. I mean, there's real work happening here. It's not just uh, external facing. And I think that's important. I, I think what defines a great partnership is that we can do something together we can't do ourselves. And in the act of doing that, we'll deliver value to every stakeholder, both ourselves and our customers. And I think we really have that with Majesco. I couldn't agree more. We hate paper. I, I call them paper partnerships. They get a, a press release, but that's about it. And there's really no value back to the customer. It's all about customer. It's about quality versus quantity sometimes, Mike. Right. Absolutely. And we've been very selective. We have not announced partnerships in large quantity. You know, we are really trying to understand who has a great vision for the future of claims handling in the markets that we serve. And in in a disability market, you know, we love the products Majesco are building. We love the work that they've done with some of our shared customers. And so we're excited to build together. So what do you see as the future of disability claims? Anything on the horizon that we haven't talked about that you'd like to kind of highlight? 
and any new demands that you see kind of coming forward from a customer perspective? You know, I think what's interesting here is each time we've built and deployed a new module in the disability space, we've been able to shorten claim durations in, in whatever claim segment we're talking about. We Evolution IQ got our start in the mature long-term disability space and helping folks return to work, find vocational rehabilitation opportunities, uh, alternate occupation uh, opportunities in the more mature claim space. We then moved into short-term disability and we've had quite a bit of success there, reducing durations, reducing how many claims go into LTD. And we've also deployed into the core own occupation LTD space on the group side. You know, I think that as we continue to specialize, we see more and more opportunity. We're excited about helping with eligibility, compensability decisions, helping with pre-existing condition checks, helping speed up the payments that claimants are getting. If you're entitled to, to coverage and you have a qualifying injury or, or disability, I think everyone in that transaction wants to get you paid faster. I have worked with the C-suite of seven of the top 10 U.S. disability companies, and I will tell you unequivocally, they want to get you paid faster. And so enabling that to happen while also making better decisions, I think is always going to be in demand. You know, I think there's also more and more emphasis on responsible AI. How are these decisions being made? I think that a healthy investment of time and energy, a focus area of the industry. Evolution IQ is one of the leaders in responsible AI. We've hired specialists from across the industry, both social media companies, fang companies, large data companies, uh, legal uh, expertise. And so we hope to be able to offer this type of framework thinking, honestly, to our customers and for all the internal analytics that they're performing, you know, helping give them frameworks of how to serve stakeholders in a way that's fair and equitable and gets better decision-making to the front line. And, you know, I think everything that you're learning on and you're doing around disability claims something that we've talked about can be then applied over to workers' comp claims in the future. Because yep. there's there's so many pieces of similarity, even though it's in two different segments of the industry, it, there's so much similarity there that what you're able to do here and really transform disability income claims would be really phenomenal over on workers' comp side. Absolutely. So we entered the workers' comp side just about two years ago. You know, at our core, Evolution IQ has a technology platform that allows us to ingest claims data you know, from folks like Majesco and other core systems, both structured and unstructured information. We augment it with a lot of our own third-party data. And we have a really good sense of human recovery, uh, recovery from injury and disease. We've specialized that AI platform for the disability market. But just as you say, Denise, it's so applicable to the workers' compensation space. So we're working now with fabulous customers both TPAs and major carriers on the workers' comp side to deploy very similar from a technology standpoint, but very specialized from an operational standpoint solutions into that space. And I think, you know, over the next number of quarters, there will be more and more uh, public facing news about some of our work there, which I could not be more excited about. Yeah, I think the learnings on both sides will benefit the opposite side. Absolutely. So I always like to end the podcast, Mike, a similar way is to have you pick one word or phrase to describe the future of insurance and what would it be and why? Uh, not to put any pressure on you, but you know, we've only had four or five uh, duplicates with over, I think, 80, 85 podcasts now. So um, it's been fascinating and our word club just gets more interesting by the week. All right. One word or phrase on the future of insurance. You know, this is a theme that we've talked about. I think it's win-win. I think insurance can be more win-win than people give it credit for. In the types of insurance that we focus on at Evolution IQ, 
disability insurance and workers' compensation insurance, I think everyone has the same incentives by and large. Folks want to get claimants back to work. They want to recover. They want to be productive again, join the workforce, and they want to get them paid if they can't, if it's a compensable uh, incident or injury or disease. And I think the future of insurance is enabling that alignment of fundamental incentives to govern more of the process. We're seeing that in our work with the disability carriers. You know, claimants want to go back to work if they can get able. Insurance companies clearly want to help them get able sooner. Pairing the resources where they can have the biggest impact on that return to work is, you know, kind of a lot of what we spend our time doing. So I think the future of insurance is more win-win. I want to see more transparency and collaboration and a shared vision of returning to work for claimants. And I want to see that carriers can deliver more perfectly on their mission of delivering coverage where it's due and assistance in recovering from an injury. I love it. It really goes back to the reason that insurance has started from the very beginning is to protect people uh, so that they can live their lives as well as they can. I just, I love it, Mike. Was that a repeat or did I get a new one? You got a new one. You got right. a new one. Right. Yeah, it is good. It's been great talking to you, Mike. And we are just thrilled with the partnership. I know we've got a lot of activities going on together with the first wave of integration and then that more immersive integration that we talked about, as well as yes. working with some joint customers. There's a lot of activity. And I think in, in six months, nine months, we're going to look back and go, wow, what an amazing partnership that we've been able to really impact in a really positive way for customers. Absolutely. And maybe the next time we share a stage, uh, Denise, we can bring a couple shared customers on and, and we can all talk about some of the work we're doing together. Absolutely. I love that idea. That's it for this week's episode of Future of Insurance Industry Leaders podcast. Subscribe to our market-leading podcast series available wherever you get your podcast from. Thank you for listening and be sure to tune in the next time.